Hey guys, what is up and welcome back to the show. Now today we are talking about the NFC North NFC North, and I just want to thank you guys for 200 followers on Twitter. Um, road to 500, then road to 1,000 after that. Um, if you haven't followed me on Twitter yet, I consider going over there at All Eyes on Sports. Um, so we're talking about the NFC North today, comprises of the Minnesota Vikings, Green Bay Packers, Detroit Lions, and Chicago Bears. So I'm going to give some background on all four of the teams, what, they, what they've been doing, what they did last season, what they've kind of been doing in the offseason, some move changes, kind of basically similar to what we did in the last episode. And, um, and uh, so that's what we're going to be talking about today on this episode. And then I'll rank them one through four, who do I think is going to win the division, and all of that in between. Um, but I don't know if you all know, I posted a little bit about it. Um, I went to the City Open on Tuesday. One of the best experiences ever. Um, got to be there all day. Pictures with Riley Opelka, Andre Rublev. Had a funny conversation with him. Um, he's trying to help me out with the picture thing. Taylor Fritz, Hubie Hercotch, Francis Tiafo. Um, anyone else that I'm missing? I don't think so, but I got signatures from Tom Janovich, uh, Martin Silva, and Fritz as well. Um, yeah, so really an overall good haul and very, very fun experience. Um, but anyways, we're talking about the NFC North here on today's episode. All right, so first let's start off with the Packers. Um, and really, as you know, the main thing that they really kind of changed was Devontae Adams going to the Raiders, him teaming up with Derek Carr again like they did at Fresno State. I mean, now in Green Bay, we don't really know. There's not really a main number one right now. But it's probably going to be Alan Lazard. Um, he had 40 receptions, 513 yards, and eight touchdowns last year. Um, it's pretty serviceable for someone who wasn't number one. Um, a solid number two guy behind Devontae Adams. And one thing to look up to him for, though, um, he's improved each season. Last season was the most yards he had, and he had more touchdowns in 2021 than his whole entire career combined. Um and he is now for sure the best option for the Packers going forward. But none of these guys are obviously Devontae Adams. And the offensive line looks a little bit different as well. Four starters are also listed as out at the moment. Um, and this team is definitely going to look different as it has in the past couple of years. But one thing that you can still expect to be good is while that's different, the core is still the same. Aaron Rodgers is back, obviously one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Aaron Jones is still there. Um, A.J. Dillon is still there, one of the best running back duos in the league. I mean, we've also seen what Sammy Watkins has been able to do if he's able to stay healthy. Like, But if he's not able to stay healthy, then it can be really unfortunate for them. Um, um, so the success story here, what's going to make them successful is they still have great, they have a solid O-line, they have great running back core. Aaron Rodgers obviously still being there. Who is going to be that guy who takes that number one spot? I personally think it's going to be um, Lazard, but it could be Sammy Watkins. It could be someone else. We just don't know for sure yet. But I just feel like it's really anyone's for the taking because anyone with a quarterback like Aaron Rodgers should be able to be able to step up and do a good job. Second now for the for the Vikings, um, Plenty of change to look out for them. They fired Mike Zimmer. Um, he was like 70, I think he was 72, 56, and 1 or something like that, which is over 500, very solid. 
but they pulled the plug on him because they'd been kind of stuck with him being in the same position for the past few years and or past couple of years and they'd lost they lost to the 0 and 12 Lions when they still had a chance to make the playoffs they had a winning record I think they were like seven and six um and that is not something that you're going to write home about not something you're going to be proud of um and the new coach I forget his name he's going to be he was an offensive coordinator at the Rams and people on the offensive end are already extremely excited for him to be there um uh where was it um Justin Jefferson had to say um I've been watching the Rams offense for a minute now um they got they get their playmakers the ball they have some tremendous plays Cooper Cup wide open all the time so I'm really excited for it this is my first head coach that's going to be on the offensive side instead of the defensive side and so I'm happy and for the Rams I mean, he's probably not the only one that's excited. I think Kirk Cousins can have an even better season. Adam Thielen can, can even have a, can have a better season. Just a very solid offense already. So now that they have an offensive-minded head coach, you wonder how exciting it's going to be next year. Um, not only for Justin Jefferson, not only for Dalvin Cook, not only for Kirk Cousins, but for really the whole entire team. Because while Mike Zimmer was a good coach, I feel like he didn't bring the right schemes to the table with what he had on his team, which is why they weren't the best they could have been. Like they had a great team, but the scheme wasn't wasn't the best for what they really kind of had on the roster. And so I think I just think that this whole offensive-minded coach thing is a good thing because it can really just unlock the potential of the whole entire offense. Um, and like I said, Kirk is already very good. Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, they already have very, very solid offense. It just imagine how good it will be. And not only that, they bring in a defensive coordinator with more than 30 years of experience. And I just feel like with the new head coaching hire, he'll bring the right schemes to the table, especially for like Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, who are very two very good playmaking wide receivers. I think it'll just make them have more opportunities to win more games. Like, say they're behind a touchdown, they need a touchdown, it's the two-minute warning. They just, I just feel like the schemes is better for what they have on the team with the new coaching staff than what Mike Zimmer brought to the table. Mike Zimmer was a great coach, but just didn't have the right, he just had different tools than what was right for the Vikings at the time. And so that's kind of why I feel like he ran into a dead end. And so I think that, they're, they're, this new head coach can really bring him out. And I, I gotta look up his name. Kevin O'Connell. There it is. Thank you. But that that's the Vikings. And now if we if we move on to the Rams, don't ask me why I said the Rams. For the Lions, I mean. Before I say anything, I just really, really hope Dan Campbell works out. I mean, there just really isn't anything you can't like about this guy. I mean, I mean, like... Oh, hold on. Um, he's crazy but like in a good way um like extremely motivational guy from what I've seen and if I were doing this in a perspective of a Lions fan I would think that we're going to be going places soon and it would be some good thoughts and good motivation and good good vibes good feelings because the Lions have not been good consistently in a long time and I just think that they're going to be much improved this upcoming season like look at this for Jared Goff he's 102 touchdowns 55 interceptions and over 15,000 yards 
Very, very serviceable QB. I think the hate that he gets, people saying he's bad, is something that people shouldn't be saying. Is he a top 10 quarterback? No. But is he a worth it starter? Yes. Um, and I really hope that with Jameson Williams coming in, he's going to be able to help him out. Like, I mean, I don't think that Jared is really just as bad as people say he is. Also, the O-line was ranked 13th last year by PFF, by Pro Football Focus. Taylor Decker and Frank Ragnow are there. And I think that this is one of the best strengths of the whole entire team. Now, there's no reason why this offense shouldn't be in the top half of the league, especially if Swift, if DeAndre Swift can stay healthy. He will be a great guy to have. Like I said before, the line is very, very solid. And Jared Goff is good as long as he has some weapons there to kind of help him out. Remember Aminra? Aminra St. Brown? Sickest name in the world. Uh, my, I was in a fantasy league last year, obviously. And uh, my friend picked him up. And rest is history because he was very, very good once. Like, I don't think he drafted him. No one drafted him. But then once he kind of started popping off, everyone needed him. And, um, yeah, he's there. I think DJ Chark is going to be a guy who's going to play well because I think he's going to be pretty desperate to prove himself because this is kind of his – if he can't do well in this contract, this is going to be his last contract in an NFL uniform. Um and Hawkinson's already a top 10 tight end, so there's really no reason why this upcoming season this offense can't do great things. I just get good vibes coming from this team, and it'll be fun to see the improvement because I don't think that they're a 3 13-1 team. I don't even think they were that last year, and I definitely don't think that they're that this upcoming year. And finally, it's the Bears. Um, I was going to save the rankings to the end, but really, spoiler alert, this team is not very good. They are worse than the Lions this upcoming season. And they've got some rebuilding to do for sure. Their current D-line is not nearly good enough to stop any teams in the league with a good running attack. Um, I, don't, like, I, I just don't see... There's no way Justin Fields is going to be good with only one somewhat legit number one in Darnell Moody, Moody, who probably wouldn't even be a number one in many other places. I just don't think that this team is very, very good. One of their best strengths is that they have a decent offensive line, probably about middle of the league, middle of the pack. Um, but other than that, they're just really in kind of a rebuilding phase. I think Justin Fields is very talented, but he needs a better wide receiver core in order to show that talent. Um, and I just think that they're moving into a rebuild phase. And while they have a relatively easier schedule, they're just not going to get first. And now... With all this stuff being said, where do these teams stand? The Packers still get number one. Even with the offensive concerns, um, with not knowing who's going to be the number one guy, there's still Aaron Rodgers, there's still Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, top 10-ish running back duo, and obviously, like I said, most importantly, Aaron Rodgers. And I think that Lazard, or whoever takes that role of the number one, will get the ball accurately, timely, and will have the ability to break out next year just because it's Aaron Rodgers. They have skillful receivers. Now they just have to show themselves more. Um, the Packers won't get number one in the AFC, 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 in the NFC this year, but they're going to go 11-6, and six, and they're going to get into the playoffs, obviously, and they're going to be very, very solid. 
Second place, the Minnesota Vikings. I think that this is going to be one of the best offenses in the NFL. It's going to be really exciting to watch because they have that new head coach. And the talent that all these players have will be taken to the next level in my mind. Kirk Cousins, Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Dalvin Cook, etc. This team will be fun to watch, especially on the offensive end. I think that their defense is going to be in good hand with their new defensive coordinator. And it's already very solid all around. And I just think that the offense is going to take an even bigger next step with the new schemes that are really going to unlock all their talents. It's going to be really fun to watch. This team's going to go 10-7, and seven, uh, an improvement from last year, even with all the personnel changes. And um, they'll get into a wild card spot as well. And third, the Detroit Lions. They're not a playoff team yet. I think that they're just a year away. And should they stay on the same trajectory f- they they're good they're they're not very far off from being a 10 win team if they keep on that uh steady growth. I think that they're going to be 7 and 10 this year, which is a big step up from last year. It just comes down to golf getting the help getting the help that he needs and hopefully Aiden Hutchinson and the other defensive guys they signed drafted um and other like all the pieces that they drafted and signed and stuff can keep this team from being one of the worst defensive units like they were last year to one that's in the middle of the pack, that gives the offense, hopefully that's improved um, and solid, hopefully that gives the offense, like with Jameson Williams um, and Amon Ra and TJ Hawkinson, who's three very solid receivers. Um, it's just be interesting to see how Jameson Williams does his first year. But anyways, the talent's all there on the offensive end. It just depends on how much can the defense improve itself from the last season to give the offense a chance to for them to win more games on the offensive side of the ball. Um, So while I don't think that they're a playoff team yet, they're a big step up from last year. And I think if you're a Lions fan, you should be excited about the years to come because I think they're improving. They're going to be 7-10, and which if you're a Lions fan, you should be happy with. Um, And in last place, the, 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 the Bears. There's just, through my research, through what I've seen last year, all this type of stuff, there's just I just don't really notice any bright brights like big bright spots in this team. So while they have a few easier games, I think that they're gonna go six and eleven. They're gonna get last in this division. They're not gonna beat the Packers, they're not gonna beat the Vikings. They might split with the Lions, but I just don't see them having a good record in the NFC North. I don't see them having a good record in the in their whole season. But yeah, so Packers, Vikings, Lions, Bears. That is your my predictions for the NFC North for next year. That's all for this episode. Follow me at all eyes on at all eyes on sports on podcast. Um, follow me on Twitter at all eyes on sports. Go to anchor.fm slash all eyes on sports. It's a lot of all eyes on sports. Anchor.fm slash all eyes on sports. Send me a voice message. Anything like what you want me to talk about. Um, critique my podcast. Give ask a question that I can put in the show. Um, but yeah, so. Follow me there, follow me here, um, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. NFC East is coming next, and I'll talk to you next time on the show.